Welcome to Mall Talk. I'm Emily Fay. I'm Paige Weldon. Let's talk about the mall. Yes, I love talking about the oh mall. Oh my god, that's why I'm here. <laughs> Fucking perfect. <laughs> um, more Taylor Swift <laughs> mall news. Can you believe it? Uh, There's more. I cannot believe it personally. As I mean, a, we would stop if she would stop, but if she, she would just stop. won't stop. We would stop, but, but as, she will not. <laughs> as one of our listeners, Allie, uh, said, uh, she's clearly listening to the podcast at and this it's point. Like, Taylor, um, if these albums are your way of asking if you can come on the pod. Yes. Just email us. We'd love to have yes, you. Yes, um, please. We would love that. Don't be shy. So she has her that new album. That would be a huge get for us, honestly. You know, not to be too vulnerable, but that would be a I really think, good get for us. I think that would be a great retweet um, from Taylor. Um, but she put out, so she put out, if you don't know what we're talking about, she put out uh, her new album, Evermore, which, I, which I've been saying is sort of the Americana to Folklore's Galleria. You know, I um, might say the opposite. Really? Because ga- because the Galleria came first, you know, is my feeling. That's it's the only true, thing. But I would say the Galleria, you you maybe don't know until you're in it that there's something you need there. You know, right. like it's a little less glamorous. Um, it's the, like, maybe less. Maybe you go there second. You know, you're like we're going mm-hmm. to the Americana, and then you're like let's also go to the Galleria. I think that like folklore is the big shiny one, and Evermore is like the one with the with the um yeah gold's gym you know i guess i wouldn't try to get too much into the weeds of it but another reason why i think that folklore is the galleria is i would consider the three wetzels pretzels the trio of songs um <laughs> from folklore so but anyway <laughs> we could and go i, on and I on. would consider the fountain to be the pool <laughs> in um, last great american dynasty okay so awesome. <laughs> we, we could go on but we won't anyway but she has a song on on evermore uh, called coney island which has a absolutely juicy four line yeah uh, mall portion uh, this one is is more than than august more than august uh she says because we were like the mall before the internet it was the one place to be the mischief the gift wrap suburban dreams sorry for not winning you an arcade ring this this is like a Listen. whole this is a whole manifesto on what the mall means. <laughs> like this is basically an intellectual uh, PhD thesis <laughs> on the significance of the mall in American culture and also it's kind of about Courtney American girl <laughs> it's so true it um, evokes, I'm gonna write a review that's like this song evokes images of Courtney 1986 American girl <laughs> um but I just I my hope Emily is I mean I know all these albums are you know it's her inventing stories and characters and I'm just thinking we're we're probably close to a third album that's just called Mall Talk in which <laughs> you and I are characters so I or, can't wait for that <laughs> or in which case we can uh, sue her ass <laughs> and uh, and say Taylor we love you please ho- no hard feelings but we could really use the we could use I mean, the cash that, that court case would definitely be even stronger than the retweet that so, would get um, us a lot of attention <laughs> but Taylor you can just come on you don't even have to make the album you can just come on it doesn't have to be like this uh but that's it in mall news <laughs> this week. Uh, I think it's time we bring in our guest. Oh uh, my today. god! Oh Very my exciting <laughs> guest today. <laughs> we are joined by the wonderful Baron Vaughn. Hi, Baron. Boys, only one love is torture. <laughs> okay, I need 
some education in a sense on some Taylor Swift. I didn't know y'all okay. were some Swift boat veterans. That's what I call her fan base. <laughs> the Swifties. Uh, um, Swift. No, I got nothing. Um, I think Swifties is what she goes with. Swifties? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. It's I don't not, love it's it, not but. great. Oh, come That's on. what she says. We can come up with a better one right now. <laughs> yeah. Let me think. Um, Taylor's. Um, there you go. Uh, that oh. actually is immediately so much better. I'd say Taylor yes. Gang, but that's taken. That's taken. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Swift. I'm trying to think of um, things that, that this is how I this is my brain. Um, you know, a doctor <laughs> called it obsessive compulsive disorder. But I'm now going to think about every single word that rhymes with Swift <laughs> secretly in my brain for the rest of this podcast. Whenever anything comes to you, just shout it out. Yeah, okay. yeah. Anytime. Anytime. Don't hesitate. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Uh, how What's going on, y'all? Oh, thank you for joining us, Baron. Um, hey, do you remember the last time you were at a mall by any chance? Well, thank you for that incredibly organic question, Paige. Um, <laughs> I do remember the last time I was at a mall. Um, I mean, obviously, I've been to many malls. <laughs> you know, I've been, I've been, a, I've been to as many malls as I have been around for as many moons. No, nope, that didn't make any sense. <laughs> Been around for many moons and been to many malls. There you go. You know, got to learn this lyrics from this Taylor Swift person. This lyricism. Um, the last time I was at a mall, I was... Now, do you mean the premises of a mall or when I actually participated in the culture of the mall? Hmm. Because the last mm. time I was at a mall, I just parked at it. But okay, the last time I went into a mall, that's different. I think that one. Went in. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you both just uh, mentioned the um, the giants of Glendale, the Americana <laughs> and the Galleria. And I believe... The pride of Glendale. Yes, indeed. Um, <laughs> Do you like the Americana? Is that your go-to? In normal times, of course. Well, not necessarily. It's just that it's quite pretty. And... Mm-hmm. Los Angeles County is lacking for like nice <laughs> green outdoor spaces. So, you know, that place is like, you know, they have that little fountain there. It's just a nice controlled area, you know, yeah. to, <laughs> to walk around. And there is something to me. I've always been a bit of a window shopper. And I mean, like that is like philosophically, <laughs> like I, I, I never understood that that's what I was like, that like, I just like to kind of look in the store and walk around it and kind of get a feel for it, the people and of course, whatever they have to offer. <laughs> and um, that's a great place to window shop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to, you can, I feel like there, it's a mall where people aren't on me to buy things that's that's what mm-hmm. is also another thing about it it's it's almost like it's de- designed to be relaxing mm-hmm. yeah as yeah. far as a mall can be relaxing definitely none of the stores there like there aren't really people trying to like do a hard sell and no. i wonder if it's because they know what i wonder if it's a caruso specific thing because i also feel that way at the grove but it's like where they know that it's sort of like <laughs> they want people to go there like to hang out or whatever. Yeah. And so they know that that's like part of it for people or something. Did you I say Caruso? So. Yeah, that's who that's who does the um, Grove and the Americana and some other malls and stuff. Uh, oh, yes. Okay. So that's the that's the team, if you will. Yes. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a man who's a bad man. But mm. he's a bad man, but we like we like what he does, unfortunately. <laughs> Interesting. I always heard that they were gonna do that in Los Feliz. Did you ever hear that? 
Ooh, no. Really? I always heard this rumor that the post office on Vermont was going to be demolished and mm. the guy who owned the Grove and the Glendale Malls uh was going to create one there with that with the Los Feliz three and Fred sixty two really? as like oh. a piece of it, huh? Huh? That was a rumor. I mean, a rumor. I never obviously didn't come to fruition, <laughs> and then of course Panny D descended descended upon us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't, I'm trying to picture. I mean, I. I mean, there is a farmers market that takes place in that uh, that parking lot on Sundays when the when the post office is closed. It would be kind of a natural transition, but I got to admit, hey, I like that post office being there. So I I'm, I'm, I wouldn't love if it got that would be weird. I feel like that's a, one of the only nearby streets where it's like, oh, it's like a little street where you can just there's like stuff and you can walk around and. You know. Which probably threatens the Americana I know. vibe. He's like, he's like, we're 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 faking it so hard. The fact that you guys just have it is so unfair. But that would be like that thing that doesn't happen that much anymore because malls themselves are dying. But the whole thing of it's like the mall's gonna take over Main Street. Well, but <laughs> isn't that part of it though? Like, it's kind of like. That's exactly what that little strip on on uh, Vermont is. It's kind of like a little nice little walk. All, yeah. those, all those businesses are like little small businesses, right? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like it's become exactly what a mall wants to be. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then they mm-hmm. come in there and they're like, ah, there's business and there's foot traffic. And then they come in there. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Let us, let's take advantage of those feet walking around. Get them to buy our stuff. Well, <laughs> hmm. uh, <laughs> we said the Americana was the last time you, you found yourself immersed and participating in a mall. Yeah, a mall is like an amusement park of capitalism, where it's sort of like, <laughs> I go in there for the experience. So how it's yes. laid out and how it's designed, like it's like I'm, I'm looking for the story that they want me to know <laughs> based on, it's kind of like, do, do you need a coffee right now? Perhaps some shoes, you know, and then at some point, a, another coffee. And I'm like, oh, you guys got me. You got me, you got me. <laughs> They got you covered for sure. Yeah, it's like you do understand me. I uh, wish you didn't, but you do. <laughs> oh, you know me so well, and I I really hated it sometimes. Um, but okay, so that if you had to go to a mall in L.A., Americana Galleria would probably be it. Um, but let's dive in. You you have many hometown malls. Uh, I mean, because Vegas, as we've said on the podcast, is the mall of the city. Yes. And uh, so so let's talk about those malls. Um, okay. You listed a few. Okay. But I do want to say a disclaimer real quick, though, Paige, which okay. is that I am much older <laughs> than when I was experiencing these things. So some of these places are not the same as when they were. Sure. You know, and that's also another thing about Vegas is, you know, the the turnover <laughs> is quite, yeah. quite, quite large. Yeah. But go ahead. Okay. So you <laughs> said there were three, the Boulevard, the Meadows and Fashion Show, mm-hmm. which is on the Strip. Yes. Okay. So talk about, let's talk about what's kind of the, the relationship of those and what, which one you like most, which one you would frequent the most. Well, let me tell you the first, the first things that I think of is. You know, there was always something about seeing the mall from a distance where it's Mm. almost like it's like a structure. It's kind of like sometimes you see a museum, you know, or you see like a castle and that in and of itself tells you the story. Like, you know, you see that Disney castle and you know what to expect. (laughs) 
So like oh, yeah. the boulevard was like, in my memory, it was like a big rectangle, you know, that was gray. And boulevard was written, I want to say, in like cursive. And it just looked like it was a box. And you go inside the box. It didn't have a lot of windows. I remember that. The okay. meadows was like, mm, I want to say like red brick. Like they were kind of doing like an adobe thing. And it kind of had this open, I want to say it was like a kind of like a couple of like a square, like an open square where you go inside it and you kind of go around it and experience. And mm. then the fashion show was just windows. Everything was windows. <laughs> the whole thing felt like it was see-through. You know, like, so you can see from the strip, you walk up to it and it's all glass and you can just see everything. And so those were the three different experiences. Now, the fashion show was also an experience for tourists. Everything yeah. on the strip is not necessarily mm. for Las Vegas locals. Right. But the right. meadows and the boulevard were for Vegas people. Right. So you that's describing why. these kind of sounds like the three little pigs houses. We're like, <laughs> one yes. of them is a box, one of them is brick, and one of them is glass. That is exactly. And I wasn't there to huff and puff and buy all the Nikes. That's what that's what I always wanted to do. Yeah, fashion show. I think is the one that I've heard of probably because you know I think that's the one that. Yeah, it's on the strip, and I, I picture I've seen the picture of it. I don't think I've ever actually been there, but it has that big ass disc on the top of it. It does um, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like a giant, like you know, like asymmetrical hat now. Yes. <laughs> like something yeah. like a Jean Paul Gaultier collection. You know, that's my bad French accent. <laughs> okay, but so that was, that that one is that would be more of an adventure if you were if you're heading out to fashion show. Yeah, well, well, Vegas locals, we knew everything was ridiculously overpriced because it wasn't for us, uh -huh. and it was mostly high end stores. You know, so right. it was like right there, like in basically inside of a hotel. I don't I don't even know if it was its own space or not, but it's sort of like the Boulevard and the Meadows was for Vegas people. That's where we okay. we went. Okay. Okay. And would you go like hang out there with friends or more with like a family trip or what would, what would be the situation? Yeah, it was a little bit more friends situations, kind of like, you know, you're a teenager, you want to go somewhere. There's not a lot of places where you can go where people won't be on top of you. Like, why are you yeah. here? You know, right. and and you know, if and you might have some money, somebody might have a car. <laughs> so it's yeah. kind of like piecing can, everything together. Yeah. yeah. Can we go somewhere where our parents won't be, but we can all be yeah. in one place? And it's yes. not like a park, you know, or something. So it's like yeah. where there's air conditioning because it's hot in Vegas all the time. Oh, sure. And that's yeah. another thing. The Meadows was like, I want to say at the time, a big, big, big thing for Vegas was mist misters all the time <laughs> yes just constantly like a sprinkler just dripping on you at all times because vegas is ridiculously hot you know but it's also yeah. like ex I, I don't know if it was like oh we could have we're gonna have to spend all this money on air conditioning what about like a sprinkler on the ceiling that's just always leaking john that's a great idea let's do it misters are very theme park yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yes, they are. 
They just have the little raptors from the Jurassic Park ride just spraying water (laughs) at you outside of the Wetzel's pretzels. (laughs) They're like, you know what sweat does naturally? Let's try to implement that before people begin to sweat. (laughs) And and the little dinosaur just goes... (laughs) And you're like, ooh, refreshing. Yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, thanks for spitting up on me, Velociraptor. (laughs) Uh, Which also as a teen, I mean, wouldn't you just love to shove your friend in front of the mister and go, (laughs) you're wet now. Um, (laughs) Oh, wow, you you fucking pissed your pants, you idiot. (laughs) But in Vegas, you weren't wet. I'm telling you, you, in less than a minute, it was dry because it's 115 degrees. Were Incredible there any, technology. Um, were there any like go-to spots uh, at the the meadows and the boulevard, like snack spots, stores? I always want to say it. It seemed like it was always kind of about like the food court mm-hmm. or some specific restaurant. You know, where yeah. you where you could sit there and order bread. Yes. <laughs> and then when they kick you out, walk around and then come back, you know, when everyone who remembered you being there has already like left their shift. Their shifts are over. Exactly. Yeah. And then you're like, can we get one large fries for the um, five of us, please? Exactly. That was, yes. I mean, we had Red Robin at my mall, which was amazing because it's bottomless fries. So it's like, in theory, we're just refilling our bottomless fries, which we paid for. So. Yeah. And I think we were like TGI Friday and a lot of P.F. Chang's. That's why I feel like I remember those. But you know, I feel like the casinos were where were the places we spent most of our time because unlike malls in most cities that have movie theaters in them, the casinos had movie theaters in them. Ooh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's wow. clutch. That's going to bring you in exactly. for sure. Exactly. <laughs> because every casino, you know, there's a lot of people who are there from wherever so you have a first run movie theater in the building you know you don't actually have to leave the building to go to one so that is so interesting like going to like caesar's palace or whatever just to see like oh we're going to the movies like check the times and you're just going to like (laughs) that's exactly what we did the bellagio (laughs) and then when this place that i told you about the showcase mall opened that was a big deal for us because it had, it seemed like it was specifically, I think Vegas figured out that our malls weren't like the rest of America, but the rest of America was coming mm-hmm. here. And we needed something on the strip that felt like it was like an American mall, but Vegas. So it had like yeah. a big rock climbing <laughs> wall in the middle of it. It had a giant arcade. It had all of this shopping. It had all like ski ball and just all of these games but then also a movie theater and shopping. And it was kind of like this this big place for us. We started going there, even though it was on the strip, because it was what we had been seeing in all of the movies. <laughs> you know, we're like... Yeah, we right. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks... I mean, as somebody who, who may find themselves as a tourist in Vegas, I definitely would be intrigued by this big-ass Coca-Cola yeah. bottle. I'd be like, I got to go inside that Coca-Cola bottle and see what it feels like to be the soda. Because um, it's also lit up. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's lit up. Did you ever it's... use like the arcade or anything or was it like super overpriced? And No, I most of my now I'm very old. I know I keep saying that um, I'm not very old. It's just that, like, you know, it's just that like these things change so quick, you know, so it's like you could be three years 
of an age difference than somebody and have full different references. You know, it's just like yeah, totally. totally. Dora the Explorer person and I'm Nihao Gailan. Like it's just kind of like diff- completely different cultures. So yes, w- what was your question again though? Um, did you go to the arcade? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. So all of my early video gamings were at <laughs> arcades and casinos. When yes. I I remember. I specifically remember when Mortal Kombat came out and there was wow. one casino in Vegas, the Rio, which I was, uh, I wouldn't say walking distance from, but I walked it to go there and play <laughs> this game I had heard so much about called Mortal Kombat. But the thing about being alone is, as a kid, in Vegas, there were way too many instances where a kid would have a quarter and walk up to a casino machine, a slot machine, put it in and then win. So it's kind of like, oh. and it would just mess everything up. So it's like if you were under <sighs> 18 and you were like walking through a casino, for instance, to go to the arcade and you just stopped to kind of look at your watch because you're that kind of a you know 17 year old, <laughs> you would look up and four security guards would be on top of you like, where are your parents? What are you doing here? And it was right. like, so right. I had to kind of like figure out how to like yeah. you know, Mission Impossible around casino security where they have all of the cameras to play ah, video game only twice because I had two quarters, Emily. So, and then also my mother, this is so Vegas, my mother was married at a casino, the Circus Circus. And at the time, the whole second floor of the casino was an arcade. So after my mom got married, I went downstairs and, you know, played video games. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Congrats, mom. Be right and back. You look up um, and you know what was above you? you Want to know what was above you? Trapeze act. What was above you? Wow. <laughs> That's what it's like to grow up in Vegas. <laughs> this is, I mean, I think somehow you are the first person we've had who's grown up in Vegas, like going to malls and... I mean, I have so many questions, you know, going to try to keep them to a minimum. But it's like we always talk about like mall fountains and stuff like that. And how there's just like or like a, a statue that's fun. And it's like you had like just walking around. Maybe you want to go to Cheesecake Factory. And in front of the Cheesecake Factory is the big round aquarium that opens for this giant animatronic show every hour. Yep. Like, yeah. were you just like used to that and just pass? And we're just like, we don't care about that. Or like, well, let me tell you the two things that were I grew up in Vegas in the 90s. Okay, let me be very specific about that. This was an era in Vegas. It was before. So you know what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? Sure. That was the oh, yeah. campaign <laughs> after the one I grew up in Vegas and failed, which was Vegas. <laughs> it's for the family. Mm. Which now they're back to. Yeah, but are they really? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, well. Which is weird. <laughs> interesting. I mean, there's, it's, it's every time I go there, it's like so much more than it was. But okay, so right. the two main attractions when I was younger were, yes, you would go find all of these shows that were at all these different casinos because they designed them for tourists. So to yeah. us, it was kind of like, oh, did you, did you hear about the new thing that's at Caesars? And then we would go see it. <laughs> And, and then we'd be like, oh, interesting. And then sometimes, so that way we knew if we were at Caesars, that thing was going to happen. Right. Yeah. My favorite thing was to see a tourist 
have no idea this thing was going to happen <laughs> and freak the fuck out. Let me tell you about the one at Caesars. Okay. <laughs> so there was this place in Caesars. I don't know if this if it's still happening, but it was like a fountain that was sort of in the middle of, it was like a bunch of restaurants. It was like this kind of vestibule in the forum shops. You know, the whole forum shops, you go in there, it's inside, but the whole ceiling is the sky. Yeah. Yeah. And the so first time I saw that, I was like, whoa. <laughs> I mean, hey, I got to be honest. When I'm, in, when I'm in Paris, I'm loving it. I'm like, I'm in Paris. <laughs> that one freaking does it for me. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like Vegas is like our identity is every other place. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And yes. every other time period at that. So yeah. there was a show that was like, you know, you would think if you were just walking through there that it was like, oh, here's a bunch of restaurants, you know, and then there's a there's a hallway that way and a hallway that way. Right. That you go to. It's like a fork in the road. And there's a fountain in the middle of it. with, the, And there's a bunch of Greek God statues or Roman God statues, I should say, since it's Caesars um, sitting around, even though, let's be honest, <laughs> the people who designed Caesars did not know the difference between Roman <laughs> culture, Greek culture, and no one, no one really does, so no one gave a crap. So yeah, no one was, no one was worried about that. Exactly. So it's like a dome, you know, and it's, it's, it's. If you looked at it, you'd be like, hmm, this is not only sky. You know, this is the mm -hmm. part of the this is this sky is screens, but you wouldn't know it if you weren't looking. And there's all these statues sitting around, some in the center, some by the by the exits, right? And at some point, they literally a show started where the the dome at the top that screens starts to kind of go, and then the lights dim, and everyone's like, "What the hell?" And the statues <laughs> are animatronic figures that would come to life and do a show. And it happened like every hour and it was like a 15 minute long play <laughs> among 10 statues that were like, I am Jupiter and I am Zeus or whatever the hell. And so it's like, and they would spit fire, you know, and they would, and people who I, did not this know. This is the one I saw when so I had a layover this. last time. I, I was like, I was not expecting <laughs> So what did, so did you how did it sneak up on you Emily? Well, it was also like 9 a.m. Um I had a layover <laughs> from New York and I had because I was flying like uh you know one of those ones where you can't have any luggage for free. I'd packed an entire week into like my giant backpack mm -hmm. and it was 130 degrees and I was walking <laughs> yep. between hotels with my giant backpack and I ended up there. I was charging my phone in a little hallway. Um, and saying, I don't know if I have enough time to go to Cheesecake Factory between when they open in an hour and when my flight takes off. I don't think I do. And so I was just sitting. Um, and I think if this was the same one, there's fish too. That's why you, that's why you kept mentioning the Cheesecake Factory. Yes, yeah. you are, you and, are uh, talking about the right place. And then it started and I was just like, I mean, hey, I was wrapped. I was, I was just, I was, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I mean, that's what's so funny, too, is like a lot of the people who are in there are in some kind of weird mental state, yes. uh, whether they're actually like drunk or on drugs or, or if they're just like exhausted money, like. or. Yeah. And so it's like you could if if you're in the wrong state of mind, you could be like, am I imagining this? <laughs> but sometimes you might be leaning on one. 
Like <laughs> you might be leaning on the the base of it, looking at the mall map. Or a map of the strip trying to figure out where you're going. And then suddenly something happens and the thing that you're leaning on is like, oh, I am. And you're like, what the hell? My favorite thing was to watch people freak the fuck out. Oh, man. Back then, it would have been viral videos nonstop of just people. I think I was really, I thought it was so funny that it was like 9 a.m. And yeah. I just couldn't yes. get over that. Like, I was like, it's hilarious that this is happening before breakfast. I am also laughing at the idea of someone looking at the mall map. Find They find the thing that says, you are here. And then everything starts to move around them. And they get they have to start getting philosophical about what does you are here even mean? Like, where Absolutely. am I? Absolutely. Truly. I mean, we say it's the city that is a mall, but in a way, it's also the city that is a Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it would be like if you went to Rainforest Cafe and you didn't know that there were storms every few minutes. (laughs) You'd be like... But that's a big thing for us. Like, people didn't know that was going to happen, you know. So there were always these new attractions like that or the Shark Tank, you know, the literal Shark Tank at the Mirage (laughs) where you walk underneath it. Or when the Bellagio opened the the fountain show that was outside at the Bellagio or when um, the Mirage, I think, used to have a volcano that would erupt. Treasure Island had this whole pirate ship show. Um, Mm. One of my friends from high school was in a show at the Excalibur where. Oh, wow. Yes. His dad played Merlin and he (gasps) was he and his brother were they knew how to ride horses. And so oh he would, God. he was like the establishing thing where it's like, you know, if you were there, the medieval times, you know, Excalibur show, he would come out on a horse and then he would fall off the horse because, you know, that was part of his bit. And the whole mm-hmm. show was like in his, ha- his fantasy, right? Merlin would come out <laughs> and then, <laughs> so I saw that show, I don't know how many times because that was my friend, you know, and he was like, yeah. hey, oh, you want to come see me? dad yeah that's and that's what i'm saying like uh, we knew all the people who were in the culture of these shows and when the yeah. st- when the broadway show started to open up like yeah. blue man group in chicago and you know it was a culture of cirque du soleil shit <laughs> you know yeah but it's kind of like yeah that's what when you say that vegas is the city in and of itself is a mall that is exactly right. And so sometimes when casinos that wanted to do really good business opened away from the strip, what it is that they would have to do to try to attract people, that would always interest us as well. Yeah, yeah, because it's a very different energy when you get away from the strip. Yeah, uh, like it's still bright lights and everything, but it's 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 they're far they're further apart. I feel like it's like the big attractions are fewer and further between. Well, it's where it starts to become more suburban. You know, yeah. like the, mm-hmm. it, it's like it starts to just become Orange County. You know, essentially, <laughs> where you're like, oh, this is all track houses. And, you know, yes. so it's like it's the apartment complexes over here. And there's the air, you know, the the uh, what's it called? Uh, the air, the Air Force Base. <laughs> I meant yeah. to say the, uh, the airport, uh, although there is an Air Force Base in Vegas uh-huh. as well. Uh, we, that's where the, when I first moved there. I used to live by by it. Oh. Nellis mm-hmm. Air Force Base. But doesn't matter. And then, yeah, so it's kind of like. It's mostly just hot, and then it's like the casinos because there's nothing taller than them, you know, yeah. are just yeah. these these huge, you know, um, I want to say monuments again, but just kind of like, you know, 
you see them and you could just see that one all like, a, it, oh, it's 20 miles that way, but you can see it. Yeah. I mean, because what I do appreciate uh, as someone who enjoys malls when I go to Vegas is it's like, you know, sometimes you'll go in a mall and there'll be like um, a really like exceptional version of a certain store. But in Vegas, they're all the like most exceptional version of that store. <laughs> yeah. Like like the FAO Schwartz that you sent us yeah. in Caesars with the like big horse. Mm-hmm. Like that shit excites me. Like, I, get, I go, thing, what? That thing looks like a mall within itself. Like yes. just that FAO Schwartz. Oh, and of yes. course you, you forgot the obvious thing. The horse comes to life. Yes. yes. <laughs> the horse does a show. And like this big yeah. gigantic horse does a thing. And yeah, I mean you're that that's why we always went there because it's a giant toy store. Yeah. Yeah. And again, all the employees were teenagers and Vegas teenagers, especially ones that had weird talents, went to my school. So they're like, Hey, we need a sixteen year old that can juggle. So I always knew <laughs> Do you know any you know any seventeen year olds that can do like all those weird circus tricks? Yeah, we do. This is Vegas. This is Vegas. So it's like my friends working there, you know? Again. Yeah. And um That's... you said that you worked at Sam Goody. Uh yes. At fashion show. What at the was that like? Show. Yeah, well I came back from uh, you know, my freshman year of college in Boston and um I worked two jobs, uh both of which um, fortunately, friends of mine, again, uh, were like in managerial positions. Sam Goody was rough. I'll tell you that. I mean, I, I'm a big music person, and I liked the idea of working at a at a music store. Now, back then, it was CDs. CDs was still the thing, right? Mm-hmm. And the average CD was 10 to 12 bucks. Everything at Sam Goody was 20 bucks. The, the one on the oh. fashion show. Yeah. Now, let me tell you what album was out at the time. <laughs> okay. This will give you, this will, this will date me. Um, so, you know that phrase that a lot of people use today, stan? Like, they say, like, oh, I stan that. You know, it means I'm a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. But people forgot that that's a song that Eminem wrote uh, called Stan. <laughs> that is about an obsessive fan who murders his family. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was also the premiere of a new voice who sang the chorus, uh, uh, a singer named Dido. Yes. Now, Dido then came out with her own album in which the song that Eminem sampled was on that album. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted that damn album. So that was the yes. album. But also nobody <laughs> knew how to say Dido. So <laughs> people would come in all the time like, hey, you got you got Ditto? Um, and I was like, Dido. He's like, hmm? I said Ditto. I was like, Ditto. Uh, it's just nobody would know what the hell I was talking about. Yes, we did have Dido, and it's overpriced. Uh, but I wouldn't say that. Oof, oh, man. Forever ago. A forever, one forever ago. Yeah, I mean, Dido definitely had a moment, and uh, I don't. I think it's over, but um, it definitely is. Uh, yeah, you know, we'll have to look into that whether or not Dido is still uh, top in the charts. Not, but it's one of those be things. Sure, either way, but I'm always worried when I go. What is that person up to now? That I'm just totally missing. That they've been working for years, and I just like, I guarantee don't know. you that's the story. I guarantee I'm you. sure. Like I don't know. Like just because I forgot about this person doesn't mean that everyone else did. You know, that's 
that's not how it works. Dido um, is selling out the forum uh, <laughs> pre-pandemic. She comes out of a giant like, fire-breathing horse. The night after Rihanna. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's how they do it. And then the night after Rihanna, Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> was the Sam Goody because it was at so the fashion show was on the strip was the Sam Goody like extra flashy in any way definitely not um, the, okay. the flash was the overpriced <laughs> CDs <laughs> um, you know you thought it was flashy because you paid too much but um, no it was just a regular CD store the other thing is that like the fashion show back then was not as flashy as it is today okay, okay. and I if I remember correctly the Sam Goody was sort of like it was almost like it was stuffed in an, at a corner because that's not what people would normally come in there for. Okay. However, a lot of Vegas locals would come in there when they could not find something at a regular store mm. because we always had it because no one bought anything <laughs> because it was too expensive. Right. <laughs> but also, okay, it's called Fashion Show because it has fashion shows at it, exactly. right? Exactly, yeah. Oh, so actually... Was that I don't know if it had fashion shows for real, for real. I think the whole point of it was supposed to be that, you know, these are the highest end, highest high end brands, you know, yeah. like you're in Vegas and you want to be able to get what they have in Paris or you want to buy your mistress something <laughs> you nice came here <laughs> with your other family. <laughs> make sure they all live, leave with Gucci you know what I mean? I, I, yeah I guess I don't know if it was always happening but I did read that they have they have weekend fashion shows on a retractable runway that goes uh uh within the oh mall's my atrium oh my you're, god you're right they did do that I just think I never saw it and I yeah I, I just think I was never around for it yeah I mean that's sort it's sort of like what you're describing all these things that just sort of pop up and happen inside of these casinos theirs was a full fashion show everything in vegas had to have a damn gimmick that's yeah. that's our thing mm -hmm. everything had to have a hook and yes. and then another hook yeah <laughs> and that's why everyone who grows up there has a skill yeah you're, you're all like well i gotta learn how to juggle i guess seriously yeah. no but i was going to high that's it was you know my parents and the parents of everyone I was going to school with are the backbone of Vegas, as dumb as right. that sounds. So it was like, you know, these are the people who are blackjack dealers. These are the people who are showgirls, you know, who are circus clowns or design the damn lights yeah. for, or a stagehand for this, you know, insane Cirque du Soleil show that takes place fully underwater. Like these were the people <laughs> that um, were the parents of my students or sometimes some of the students I went to school with themselves, you know, if they were, yeah. you know, 18 and still six foot six, you know, they were like, <laughs> yeah. oh, you're, you're young and strong. Can you move this? <laughs> That's yes, so interesting. That's so much more interesting than just like, oh, yeah, my dad works at a bank. <laughs> you would think so i don't know <laughs> i mean i think it's like anything that you're used to it's yeah. just kind of like you just kind of were like ah you know it's exciting to anyone else who doesn't experience it but to you it's like no that's just what everyone yeah that's it's like everyone's everyone dad does. just is merlin so <laughs> it's fine is that weird to you i don't understand is, i'm sorry is your friend's dad not merlin Oh, strange. That's very, okay. that's very. Who's, who's the Merlin in Los Angeles? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, you guys don't have a Merlin. Oh, yikes. You should really get one. I don't know. That's kind of sad. And I knew way too many magicians for a teenager. (laughs) Personally, and just the ones that existed that, you know, like, weren't like. We had Lance Burton and David Copperfield and Siegfried and Roy and blah, blah, blah. So it's like we had all these people all the time and Penn and Teller and such and such. A lot of that stuff is still there. But it's like, you know, names in lights all of the time. It was very, very, very clear to me, you know, growing up, like what fame was, you know, on the Vegas stage and all that stuff. Wow. Yeah. So when you go back now, is it, it it's all different? Uh, I mean, it's it's different, but it's the same. I just mean that it's grown. You know, there's like things that used to be literal pitch black darkness have developed and have casinos over there Mm. or or housing or more malls. And, you know, and the thing about Vegas is that because so many people live there now, it really has become there's more for locals than there were before. And the outlet malls. You know, and the this like deals, 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 deals. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I do think of outlet malls as like a pretty, a pretty. Uh, you can't you if you drive anywhere in Vegas, or if you take the what's the the um, the train that goes around uh, the monorail. Little bullet. Yes, uh, like you pass many, many outlet malls when when you're di- if you go any distance, you're like Those, there's that's where you go for your wife. That yeah. you're going back home to <laughs> after she you would take want you to get a deal. <laughs> your mistress to Louis Vuitton. And then there was also like State Line was what we called it. I mean, there's a casino oh. there called State Line, but there's oh, okay. a gigantic outlet mall. So if oh. if and when you know this pandemic is over and it's safe to drive to Vegas from LA, I would highly recommend the two of you. Uh, go there and do a live podcast, <laughs> live mall talk from the State Line Outlet Mall in between California and Nevada. We're scared, but we're live. I mean, Darren, I love the world you're describing, and I hope I hope we get there. Um, do you have any other general mall stories or thoughts before we move into the store? Uh, it's okay if you don't, but I always ask. Okay, so being from Vegas. Um, meant that most of the time in the holidays, that's when I would go home to Vegas. So Vegas in the holidays is a very strange time. Um, Not as many tourists, but people who are from Vegas return. And sometimes it's very interesting to find out who is from Vegas or who who just wants to be there for the holidays. But then every now and then I I remember because there's certain celebrities that are from Vegas that are just around. You know, and that you wouldn't expect to see walking around the mall like Gladys Knight. And you'd be like, what? <laughs> Home Gladys for the holidays. You'd be like, oh, is that Andre Agassi? You know, just kind of like. <laughs> and I remember there being there once. And uh, I, apparently he went to my high school. I didn't really know him. But we were in Vegas and I was with my little sisters who were big fans of his. So when Neo, uh, singer-songwriter Neo, walked by, she was like, oh, that was Neo. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he went to my high school. And then we went <laughs> to the Cheesecake Wait, Factory, actually. at the same actually. time? Yes, apparently. Oh. I think he's a little younger than me. But like, okay. he went to the, I went to high school with Neo. Did you ever watch True Blood or uh, Queen I mean, Sugar? I'm familiar. Uh, my friend, Rutina Wesley, she played Tara on True Blood. I, yeah, I think I know who that is. Uh, Matthew Gray Goobler, who was on the show. Um, oh, Criminal. everyone loves Matthew Gray yes, The Goob, we used to call him. Um, he was like, oh, you're ahead of me. 
But yeah, yeah so he's like, a cutie. Did you, sorry, did you, did you say that Neo was a? Did you sorry, say that Neo was at Cheesecake Factory? No, we went to Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> okay, we were standing outside because okay. there was a wait. Okay. As always, as always, exactly. <laughs> oh, that is so fun. Oh man. Okay. Um, <laughs> any other celeb sightings? Yes, one time I went to. The Cosmopolitan, which was new, um, but mm-hmm. I was like, you know, mm, this is later in my life, I guess. And I was at a restaurant with a friend and I looked to the left and Taraji P. Henson was literally the only person in this restaurant <laughs> besides me and my friend. Because it was probably like 10 a.m. that we were having like a breakfast. And I saw Taraji and I was like, huh? And I, um, this was around, I, probably after Benjamin, I mean, I was already a fan of hers. It was after Benjamin Button or something, but like I, she was having like a white wine <laughs> and I oh, totally, yeah. I totally was like when our, when our server came over, I'm like, oh yes, can you please uh, send Miss Henson another of what she's drinking? <laughs> I literally did that. And my friend was oh like, smooth, you know, I and love then Taraji that. was like, thank you. That. And I was like, yeah. Oh, and I was like, love your work, Taraji. Anyway, that was that, <laughs> that was that is was amazing. It. That's the very Cosmopolitan good. is is like very hip, is the vibe there. I've I've been there one time years ago, and I bought a piece of art from a vending machine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, they had like a vending machine that had these little like they were like little wooden blocks with little pieces of art on them, I'm and sorry. I bought one. <laughs> that sounds like a joke about Vegas. It doesn't sound I know. like it. Vegas is crazy. I bought a piece of art from a vending machine. Like it, it really, sound like it really happened. <laughs> That's yeah, because those casinos opened up. It's like Vidara and Cosmopolitan, and yeah. they opened mm-hmm. up, and it was like a whole thing about they weren't casinos. There were high-end hotels. Mm. Yeah. So there's no gambling really in them. It was a different culture. So it's like if you're if you were like Vegas, but you're cooler than what Vegas is really about, <laughs> come to Fedora. Sort of like Spend that. even more money than For you could less. ever but imagine. It's only on the drinks. When I went was I was on that layover, which like I have not been to Vegas much. I think it was once before as like a child and then that layover. And you know, <laughs> at nine AM I was like, oh I it would be fun to just do like a couple slots, but now there's like this token or card system. And I was like, I don't know how to get these. I don't know where to exchange money (laughs) for these things. And I got, I was just like, intimidated by the process so i didn't it's like if i could just put quarters in sure but where where do i get these tokens yeah, yeah. now it's like dave and busters it's like you gotta yeah. get a card and <laughs> do or a whole is thing dave and busters like vegas mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> think on it we try to make people think on the podcast that's that's our big goal um, okay, I think we should get into the store a little bit uh, before we have to wrap up. Let's talk about Steve Madden. Yeah. Uh, so, so Baron, why did you want to talk about Steve Madden? Everything turns into a giant story for me. That's why, Paige. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Steve Madden was the first store I ever paid for shoes that were more than 50 bucks. I was a senior in college, and I needed a new pair of shoes that looked like they were dress shoes like i needed something that was dressier than the constant array of sneakers that i was constantly wearing so yeah. i went to because i was graduating college and needed to do 
you know, presentations and interviews and, you know, present myself as a young person entering the world. <laughs> so I went to theater school. You know, I'm very fancy. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm part of this group of people that would refer to themselves as, as classically trained. It's not something that really, I think, exists anymore, um, which, is, which is hilarious to me because I spent a lot of money on it. <laughs> but at, at my school, I went to Boston University. We had the part of being an acting major was doing this showcase for agents and casting directors in New York and Los Angeles. So I needed to get a nice pair of shoes for that to present myself. So I actually did not know anything about Steve Madden. I forgot about those. those I just watched The Wolf of Wall Street and I had no idea that that guy was a part of how Steve Madden became huge and like... I forgot yeah. the ads with the big head, like the kind of like the baby doll brats looking oh, yeah. things like that. That stuff was was out there, but I was not aware of it. So I went to Steve Madden and I bought this pair of shoes that were like they well, they kind of looked like sneakers, except they were squared at the end. And they just looked like nice. They looked like nice dress shoes and they were black, pitch black, like black. I don't know if they were leather or faux leather or whatever, but they were very nice. I remember being surprised at how comfortable they were. And being like, all right, these are my my shoes. They were the only pair of shoes that I, that I owned, and I went and did my showcase <laughs> and all that stuff. So when I think of, when I think of Steve Madden, it 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 just kind of reminds me of like uh, I guess some sort of like transitional you know moment in my life. Like Steve Madden is linked to yeah. me leaving college and thinking I was going to be a professional actor right away. Yeah, because it's kind of like a, it's kind of like higher end, nice stuff. It's like when you when you reach that point of adulthood where you want to buy things that are going to last. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like Steve Madden is the type of store where you might you might go for that. It's like it's like when you decide to start putting your posters in frames. It's like that. Yes. It's like you know, if I want to keep this for a while, maybe it shouldn't just be rolled up. You know, over yeah. here, <laughs> these shoes were yeah. like the poster frame for yeah. your feet. But it's like uh, they're still. <laughs> They're still posters. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a perfect analogy because like. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's posters. It's not very art, true. but posters. Yeah. <laughs> Do you still continue to shop there when you need something like no, that? No, I don't think I've shopped at Steve Madden for I don't even know how long. Um, it was yeah. like Steve Madden and then I like gra- graduated to Aldo. <laughs> 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 But then when I lived in New York, you know, I, since I was already kind of a sneakerhead anyway, even though Vegas did not have, at least locals Vegas, did not have the culture of New York. That's the biggest thing. Oh, I did say that a little bit. Like Vegas's identity is being every place else. The culture of Vegas is very hard to identify, at least when I was young. I would say that it exists mm-hmm. now because of people who were around when I was young that now have, you know, said like, hey, we need something that's not for tourists, that's ours. Uh, yeah, you know, right. that's for us. So there's there's stuff like that now. But there isn't really a culture that I was part of where there was a sense of fashion or style or whatever. So when I got to New York and it was like, okay to wear Nikes and Adidas and and really bright, you know, like 
sneakers that were expressive, you know, that we don't have to, you don't have to blend in with the desert exactly. for safety it, from exactly, you know, my style in Vegas was just about anything. like, I didn't want to stick out, but in New York, it was okay to express yourself like that. So, yeah. you know, a black pair of just black, nothing else sneakers wasn't interesting to me anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I have personally never shopped at Steve Madden. Emily, you said you 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 have. As a teenager, I feel like that's where most of my shoes came <laughs> from. Um, it was wow. just like piles and piles of Steve Madden patent leather belly flats. <laughs> like <laughs> it was. I, I guess most of my shoes probably like Urban Outfitters, Steve Madden, because middle school Steve Madden too. Like. Mm. Wow! Literally, like so many ballet flats. I don't think I even heard of Steve Madden until I was m- at least out of college. I, I thought like I- it was very like um, I thought it really like meant something, hmm. <laughs> you know? Like I thought yeah. it was like if I want like nice shoes, this yeah. is the place. This is it. Like this is the only place. And yeah. um, what made you think that? I don't no like i don't <laughs> think it was i don't think it was the commercials um i i'm sure it helped that they're like was one on the promenade and for some reason that just felt like it but it's like <laughs> i really don't know maybe a lot of other people wore steve madden mm-hmm. but like i don't know why i thought it was so cool but like i did i thought it was like really cool really high quality um and I, I really do truly think that all I got there was ballet flats. <laughs> that was and a like, big thing that they were known for, wasn't it? Like, I feel I like a lot of people so. loved those ballet flats. That was, I mean, now, I mean, there are certain ballet flats that look okay, but it was like back then, those very, very rounded, almost like bulbous shaped <laughs> yeah. ones yeah. Just that happy you said bulbous. are just like... <laughs> so unflattering and now just like a little yeah now when you see someone like wearing like those and like the long skinny jeans that bunch at the ankles it's like okay (laughs) okay i I know who you are but back then it was like that's what everyone wore even when i was in my like uh you know hot topic phase i would wear black ballet flats shiny patent leather um (laughs) i remember also do you remember when um itunes used to have like they would have them at starbucks they'd have them at steve madden i very clearly remember like those free single of the week cards oh yeah and certain stores would have them you pick it up and it's a code and every week there's a new free single you can get i loved those free singles that's so funny that they had them at steve Steve madden and that's the one where i got this one single that then like i became obsessed with this one singer for like a year or two and she was she yeah her name was diane birch she never blew up not ever <laughs> like <laughs> she fizzled immediately <laughs> incredible so wow. i steve madden was like very ever present for me as a as a teenager and i did not know any of this stuff on the wikipedia i didn't know anything <laughs> about the man himself yeah i mean because okay so because steve madden is mostly like they have clothes and everything, but it's, I think of it as a shoe store mm-hmm. primarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they have some accessories and stuff, but it's definitely, yeah. Like it's, it's a shoe store. Shoes was what but, they became known for. I feel like. Yeah. Like the thing. And they, 
Yeah, and they have. I always love on an about page uh, for for a company when they have some cute little story of the origin of the company. <laughs> yeah. And Steve Madden says that theirs is a uh, that Steve Madden himself started the company with one thousand and one hundred dollars in nineteen ninety by selling shoes out of the trunk of his car. Wow. How oh. down to earth of of young Steve. <laughs> Where? You got to Um I think so he's from Long Island, I believe. So it's it is very New York. That that always seemed he, to be like it's Steve Madden's feel was scrappy and New York. That seemed to be yes. like their I brand. I feel in like a way. this also cuz I'm assuming these were shoes he bought wholesale somewhere else. And I f- Yeah. I feel like this cuz Steve Madden, it's not about them designing the shoes. It's I about they them. Did. Well, they do, but it's like designing by like copying other shoes. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, okay. So it's okay. Like, like everything in that store is just a copy of something else. And I feel like this is uh, the yeah. seed of that. <laughs> Cause yeah, I was reading about Steve Madden himself. He seems like a like a real wild guy. It seems like uh, <laughs> yeah. he got into some legal trouble for a while. Um, he did. He was in prison for a period of time. <laughs> um, that was uh, I. I had no idea. And I don't know this, about it either. The second tab on the Wikipedia is criminal conviction. Yeah, Ooh. his life and career is like one paragraph, and then criminal <laughs> conviction is one, two, three, four paragraphs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, wow. And then he has a whole section that's called post-release. So when he got out of prison, um, he was he was uh, let's see, it was he was convicted of stock manipulation, money laundering, and securities fraud. Is that the Jordan um, Belfort stuff? Yes. So I think that that's like, (laughs) that's the other thing I loved is I read that apparently his response (laughs) to his portrayal in Wolf of Wall Street is he said that they portrayed him as, quote, too nerdy. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Which like, looking at pictures of him, which again, like I've never seen a picture. I could not have pictured this man looking like this. He looks so like bro-y and like... Mm kind of seedy and it's like he would be a guy who hates nerds (laughs) (laughs) that's not my vibe come on man (laughs) yeah he seems he seems wild um he uh he yeah he uh he was in prison for 41 months um and during that time he had to step down as ceo but he became a creative consultant and so he did still make seven hundred thousand dollars a year when he was in prison so uh, he's 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 wild, dude. <laughs> Forty-one months is like not that short an amount of time. No, it's uh, such no. a weird way to describe it. I'm like forty-one months. I'm just like you doing know, math in my head. Okay, I'm like, that's what it said right, on there. Uh, and I'm, I I was also doing the math. Twelve and twelve. <laughs> like, that's thirty-six. Um, Let me get my times tables out. Um, and so, then uh, uh, three over three years, slightly less yeah. than four yeah. years. And then after prison, he married his former director of operations, Wendy Ballou, and uh, they have three children. Wow. And the twins are named Jack and Stevie Madden. <laughs> it's Stevie, man, not it's Steve, Stevie. okay? <laughs> like, you're just like, I'm Stevie, man. They're like, oh, ha, 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 like Steve. And you're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, my dad. That's yeah. my dad. My yeah. dad named me after himself, but by extension, also his fucking shoe company. <laughs> so, fuck me, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'm shoes. Call me shoes, because that's who I am. <laughs> wow. wow. They have... Sorry, go oh, ahead. Oh, no, you, you go ahead. 
I guess I just, I was, because I was like wondering, I was like, I feel like I associate CMN with being at sort of like fancier malls, but they have one at the Glendale Galleria. Um, they do have one at the Beverly Center, which feels which feels right. Well, Beverly um, Center has everything, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. they, it seems like they have them at most malls around LA. I, but to, I just, to me, it's a very classic mall store. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's the kind definitive. of store that if you're at a mall, there's going to be a Steve Madden. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I it was Steve Madden and Hot Topic were the <laughs> yeah. the places where I'm like, those will always be around. Yes. <laughs> Wet Seal, yeah. is that the other one? Those will always be yes. here. Mm. Zoomies, mm. these will always be around. <laughs> yes, yes. It wasn't um, that recently, but a while back I went to the one at the Glendale Gallery. It was like my first time going into Steve Madden in forever. And like... I was like looking at the shoes and stuff and it's like these are all so uncomfortable. <laughs> like they their shoes are deeply deeply uncomfortable. There's no padding. <laughs> None I mean, at all. Is this what happened post uh, Steve going to prison? Maybe. Is it like they lost their creative vision? It was just about housekeeping, <laughs> keeping what we got instead of uh, innovation anymore. Um then they also have that line which um I, I mostly see it like Marshalls and stuff, Madden Girl, Ooh. which is, I think, supposed to skew younger. Oh, oh. okay. And I think Madden. it might be cheaper, but I can't be sure. But it's, Madden it, Girl. I, I can't as I can't remove from when I hear Steve Madden. I think of Madden, the video game, the yes. sports video game, which yes. I know is a different guy. That's John Madden. Yes, yeah. but when yeah. I hear when I hear Madden girl, I'm like, so like a girl who loves playing Madden, like See, that's, that's... and that's exactly what I think too, because it's kind of like again, just like Stan, uh, people yeah. don't know who the hell John Madden is, but they know what Madden is as a video game. Like oh his yeah, name I am, is this... I'm one of those people for sure. So it's like, oh yeah, yeah Madden, Madden 2000. You, know, you just kind of like think of it like it's a year and the name Madden, uh, yes. or a number in the name Madden. So. I probably also went to Steve Madden because of the word Madden. Like, it really <laughs> was like, I was like, I feel comfortable with this because I already know that word. You're like, this is, this, I don't know what's in there, but it's going to be good. I'm going to like it. It's going to be fun for me. Um, there was also some, <laughs> this is maybe the stupidest feud of all time where it's like, I respect no one involved. Or a couple years ago, there was um, a Steve Madden collaboration with Iggy Azalea. <laughs> oh, God. That blew up in this massive feud we're between like the two of them? really between the two of them oh wow or like she you know designed quotes uh shoes for them and then she posted the shoes before they were supposed to be released mm. and that was a big issue then they got mad at her then she went on this rant about like how the photo shoot was disgusting and bad and something and then he was like i still respect her even after the rant and it's just like what a terrible feud <laughs> like <laughs> just about some business dealings that, that <laughs> between fucking steve madden and iggy azalea oh my god it's do also, they do i'm sorry, sorry go, go ahead. ahead you you go first baron no, you're I the guest say something dumb <laughs> i'm just gonna say no it's just about like it's so weird to be steve madden and then not be involved in a business you started, I guess. And but the business still has your name. Yeah, it's like weird yeah. to like name something after yourself. Yeah, and then 
not be involved in it, <laughs> then everyone knows your name but doesn't know you're you. Yeah, yeah. It is, it is yeah. weird to just go full name for your store. Yeah, it's like it's just your name. There was, I guess, they have done some collaborations since that were actually like good moves from them. Mm. This um, is what I was going to ask is do they do a lot of collabs? In 2017, <laughs> they did Cardi B, which oh. I feel like was right on her, you know, kind of coming up. So that was smart. That's a way better move than Iggy Azalea. <laughs> Much better That's move. That's how you recover from that. <laughs> and then just last year they did a collab I think 2019 um, they did a collaboration with um, the model Winnie Harlow who's oh, okay. she's like you know a cool fashion girl. Well yeah. that's pretty it seems like that that I mean Cardi B and Winnie H <laughs> those I mean those Steve are up and comers M. I mean Cardi B is already up and comer uh, Cardi but B in is... 2017 that would have been yes. like uh, a smart she was up and coming I guess yeah. like if you said to, if you said today they were working with Megan Thee Stallion I'd be like oh that's amazing like they're yeah. they're just they're just they're yeah. on the they're definitely coming back but like mm, interesting but Winnie Harlow you know who she is yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then that's good. Good for good for Steve Madden <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the upswing. Maybe this pandemic is gonna. <laughs> so they've, I, they've I, pulled a couple <laughs> smart collabs since this uh, massive failure of an Iggy Azalea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which also oh, man. did anybody want that? I guess it was um, Cardi B's first major fashion collaboration. Mm, so they so. got on the Cardi B train at the at early. yeah smart yeah. smart. Iggy Azalea, I mean, it was, she, this was, I assume when she was kind of still like big, right? Like this is still I, it back. It looks like this came out, I mean, uh, this was happening right after like Fancy. Okay. Oh, and they go, okay. Fancy. Let's have a Fancy. We put them together <laughs> and what have you got? Bippity boppity. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking at their their website and I do find it interesting to look at what um cuz obviously like there was a period at the beginning of the pandemic where it was like where do I get a good mask? Now everywhere has masks. Yeah. And I'm looking at the Steve Madden masks and they're just what you'd expect. There's like a snake print. Um, <laughs> there's, there's one that has like a chain, like almost like you'd have on your glasses, like a croquis. Oh on your yeah. Glasses. Those are, those still are sound like, still sound like knockoffs though. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. I mean, right now, like, absolutely a knockoff but on the google page just for like steve madden um you know one of the first thing that comes up is this uh high-heeled pink patent leather boot that i would like very much (laughs) (laughs) they still have their claws in you emily (laughs) i guess so we've moved on from the ballet flats and now i want pink boots it's because you've moved on see this is it's a story of of maturation that's not how you say it maturation (laughs) maturation of all the words i could have used i've never i've never said that uh that word out loud before so i commend you for (laughs) yeah i'll never say it out loud ever again so this is an exclusive i just retired it Um, does Madden, does Steve Madden have any outlet stores? Uh, or do they just... I would, feel like yes. 
Yeah. I, th- okay. I think you meant to say, what's the plug on the outlet stores? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on? Where can I get the the slightly different Let's version see. of that boot um, <laughs> that was designed um, for, for the outlets? You know what? I actually don't know. I don't know if they do. Because I feel like in my mind, most stores I can like picture like, you know, like Nike oh, wait. No, factory. They do. They do. They do. Okay, they do they have a cute name? Don't worry, they just... do. Now they're just St- called Steve, Steve Madden outlet. They should be mm. called Stevie Madden. <laughs> should, yes. That's what it should be. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, do we have any other thoughts on Steve Madden before before we close on a quick game? Yes, I think that if they do have a outlet store, uh, more outlet stores, they should consider changing their name to Madden About You. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 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 Time Warner Cable uh, streaming exclusive. <laughs> it's Spectrum now, Emily. Be, oh be God, respectful. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, right. It's Spectrum exclusive. That's right. I fucked up. Just okay. so you know. <laughs> um all right okay so this is it is it is the holiday season and uh, this is our last episode (laughs) within the holidays within the holidays Mm. so we're gonna do a a christmas themed segment um this is a a version of our segment the price is no object (laughs) where we talk about a very very expensive store um and we uh compete to see who can guess the price of some very expensive items this one will be led by emily Yes. Emily, tell, tell us this what we're is, doing. Okay, so I mean, in what I guess is now officially, you know, because of today, canonically a tradition, um, <laughs> this is, even though it's not technically a mall, uh, Rogers Gardens. <laughs> the price is no object because Santa is going to make it with his elves and bring it to you on his sleigh <laughs> free of charge. And just Baron, so you know, Rogers Gardens is a very fancy uh, shopping slash gardening in orange county uh, that place i in orange county. discovered uh several months ago uh hmm. around halloween by getting an ad that was like it's a pirate's <laughs> life for me our pirate halloween store is open and i was like huh and mm-hmm. uh they just have lots of decor and all sorts of stuff and it's then then i went uh and it was incredible uh and then yeah, now they have their Christmas shop online, and it's price. Yeah, it's Price is Right rule. So I will yeah. be reading some things, and then you guys are gonna guess the price. Ooh. So it's me versus you, Baron. Uh oh, not, the, not okay. the first time, and definitely not the last. <laughs> <laughs> so they um the the Halloween store online is not quite as robust. I mean the the Christmas is not quite as robust as the Halloween, so it's pretty ornament heavy. But that's mm. seasonally appropriate. So mm-hmm. here we go. All right. First one, Midnight Compeller. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Baron, you go first. How much do you think that costs? Oof. (laughs) Midnight Compeller. Um, And price is right, so you can't go over. Yeah. I don't know what a compeller is. (laughs) Can you give us any clues? (laughs) Uh, It's an ornament. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, it's an ornament. Uh, midnight <laughs> compeller. Ornament. Oof, I don't even know how much an ornament is. Um, especially a fancy ornament. <laughs> a fancy <laughs> ornament. How about $68? Okay, okay Paige. Um, I'm going to say... <laughs> I feel like I can't miss this opportunity to do do the Price is Right move where I do $1 more and say $69. <laughs> okay. Emily, what is it? 
Paige, you get the point. Yes. I hate you so much. It is, <laughs> it is $76. Whoa. Whoa. And, but hey. Uh, Here's what it Let's looks like. We're looking at it now. Okay. I don't even know how to describe it's this, like, Emily. It's like an Egyptian panther god. Okay. Whoa. And it's black and gold. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got a sort of a tower above it. Oh, it's a panther. Oh, it has. A, okay. Um, so it's a panther. The face is a panther. Yeah. But then it has a base that is shaped like a normal, just round ornament. Oh, yeah. It has pan- gold. Wow. So wow. I am compelled. Yeah. I am compelled. <laughs> He's, <laughs> he looks like a sleep paralysis demon. Um. <laughs> you know when you wake up and it feels like someone's sitting on your chest? That's me. <laughs> it's me. Okay. Next okay. one. Nativity water lantern. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, Baron, what do you think? Oh, I have to go first again? Oh, I can go, you know, I'll go first okay. on this one. Thank you. Okay. Nativity water lantern. <sighs> Okay, um, so there's water involved somehow, and there's fire, um, <laughs> and the nativity. I'm going to guess $84.99. Okay. Baron? Nativity water lantern. Okay, the birth of Jesus. Can't put a price on that. Can't put a price on that. <laughs> Priceless. Um, and water... The most plentiful substance <laughs> on this on this land <laughs> on Earth. Hmm. Mid. Oh, I'm gonna go with ninety nine dollars. <sighs> okay, Paige. The point is yours. Son again. of a beach. <laughs> this one is thirty nine ninety nine. Wait, no, neither of us get it because oh, we shit, both went over. over. You're right. I forgot over. prices, rules. Okay, zero points. We zero both points. We both Way lose. Over. I fucked up. I'm bad at running this game. <laughs> this is the Nativity Water Lantern. Okay, so oh, the Nativity ugly. is. Yeah. <laughs> you should have said that it was ugly. <laughs> <laughs> the Panther thing was not bad looking, at least. <laughs> that thing I can see spending the money. This, yeah, that's thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, if I have ever uh, seen it, it's just shaped like a lantern, but then it's filled with uh, sparkly water, and then there's a little Nativity scene in there. So, hmm. obviously, uh, <laughs> water included. Water is included. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's very right. cheap because they think that the Jesus is going to sell it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next is <laughs> Santa's seal of approval. This is an ornament. Okay. Should I go for Emily? You're in charge. Um, <laughs> you went. So this time Baron goes first. Okay. Santa's seal of approval. Hmm. hmm. Well, first of all, it's the man upstairs. And by upstairs, I mean the North Pole. <laughs> uh, his seal, you know, um, wax, um, I would assume, or a literal seal because it's the North Pole. Um, <laughs> this was my question, too. Okay, I'm going to go with $55. Okay, Paige. Okay, um... I'm going to go, I'm nervous ever since this water lantern. I feel like I don't want to go too high. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go $44. Okay. Baron, the point is yours. <laughs> and here's the twist. It is a seal of approval. <laughs> yes! <laughs> okay, so you he's did, all, you knew it. 
So he's sitting on an ornament and then he's also balancing an ornament on his nose. Precisely. What? How much is it? Uh, oh, sorry. I yeah, forgot that's what to I wanted say. To know. Oh, my God. That one is 66. 66. Okay. Hilarious. 44, 55, 66. Five. Come on. Whoa, dude. That's so, a Christmas miracle. I think we channeled oh. the spirit of Christmas on, on those numbers. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next. How many more, more oh. rounds do we have, Emily? Um, when do we have time more? Three more rounds. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, you each have a point. Okay. Okay. Next is baby's first pink sneaker. This is an ornament. Hmm. <laughs> oh, I have one of these baby shoes. It's like a porcelain baby shoe. Um, okay. Um, but it's a sneaker. Um, okay. I'm going to go with $29.99. Okay. Baron? Baby's first pink sneaker. Okay. We have seen a bunch of porcelain um, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. far, I want to say. So that would be in theme. However, I have a feeling because of the the, the pink that they've dazzled it somehow. <laughs> that they've that they've sparkled it up. Something fierce. So I'm gonna go with seventy dollars. No points. You're both over. Oh. This one is this one is ten ninety nine. Whoa! What? And okay. it's thirty percent off. Okay, let's see a wow. picture of it. Okay. Oh, that's boring. Yeah, that's very boring. Just a it's little just like a pinker. Pink. It's not even it pink. The, the lines. No, you're on right. It like, just the um, lines are pink. It's a white sneaker. It's a white sneaker with pink details. You're right. You're right. It's a cute sneaker. Maybe I'd wear it in real life, but I I don't know if I love it as an ornament. Yeah. <laughs> And if somebody okay. bought that and brought it over to me and they're like, it's called baby's pink sneaker. The first thing I'd be like is, it's not pink. It's white. It's, it's a pink. white sneaker with some pink on it. They lied to you. They lied to you and they, to me. They're lying. And to my baby. <laughs> and how dare they, they lie to the baby. Okay. 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 Sec- this is the second to last. We have a tale of mystery and intrigue. <laughs> That's the product name? <laughs> yes. A tale right. of mystery and intrigue. Someone Baron. was having fun naming these. That, <laughs> that we know. Um, okay, Baron, I think you're first on this mm-hmm. one. A tale of mystery and intrigue. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be like it's Sherlock Holmes, but he's an animal. Uh, and instead <laughs> of... You know, like playing a violin, he's playing his literal tail. <laughs> his literal <laughs> pushing tail. I mean, if we learned anything from Seal, I think. <laughs> That's right. And, yeah. and I actually feel a kiss from Rose on this one. And I'm going to go with $60. Okay, Paige. Okay. Um, I'm going to go. I mean, I guess we don't know what this object is. Um, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go high on this. I'm going to go $99. Okay. Baron, the point is yours. It is $66. And you kind of nailed with what it is. Oh, my goodness. Wait a minute. Oh, it's a snow cone. I mean, it's a snowman, Sherlock. (laughs) It's it's a snowman standing like in front of a door. He's a Sherlock Holmes guy. And just on the bottom of the ornament, it just says story time. (laughs) So... (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay, so Baron in the lead. Baron in the lead. Okay. 
Are we doing last point as a million last round as a million points this time? I feel um, like usually, usually if, I do that to try and help the guest win. I don't want to help me win. <laughs> um, Paige, if you win this one, we'll do a really quick last round. Okay. 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 So I play fair um, and square. this one is <laughs> above it all seahorse finial. Okay. What does finial mean? I'm I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> above it all, seahorse finial. Uh, I'm going to go $39. Okay, Baron. Above it all, seahorse finial. Woof, they love aquatic mammals, am I right? <laughs> love some aquatic mammals. Um, yes, well, a finial page is what you would, so you know like a lamp and there's the pipe Mm-hmm. And then there's the part at the top of the <laughs> lamp that you screw on. That's the finial. Oh. Um, oh. Or a finial could also be like on a, a post, like a, what's it called? A stairways post or something like that. Oh, so okay. I, I just oh. literally learned this because I had to fix a lamp, <laughs> you know, because I'm a dad <laughs> and stuff. So above it all, seahorse finial. Finials are not usually expensive unless they're made of jewels. <laughs> I think this is going to be $25. Paige, what did you say? I think I said 30. Did I say 39? You said 30 something. Okay, Paige does Son win this beach. round. It's $170. <laughs> whoa! Whoa, whoa, whoa. So that is, it is made wow, of jewels. I, I think it's a Christmas tree topper. Okay, so we're going to do one really, really quick last Whoever one. Whoever gets this one takes takes home all the marbles. Yeah, okay. Eno Schaller. Um, artisan 24 carat tiny gold Santa. <laughs> 24 carat tiny gold Santa. Uh-huh. Eno Schaller. Uh-huh. I don't know if you said that right, but I also I'm sure I, I also would not know how to say it right either. I know Scholar is my other guess. Well, it sounds like it's a foreign name, possibly European. Uh-huh. Okay. And they this person made something in gold. <laughs> for the holiday season so it's a collab right mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. between santa and, and gold <laughs> finally and gold. <laughs> okay who's going first on this one emily oh um i think it's, uh, it's i think you on this one um who's you <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> okay. 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 all right all right we're not in the, we're not Zoom. in the same room <laughs> okay <laughs> so weird you yeah. know schaller or whatever the hell 24 karat tiny gold Santa. Mm, okay. This is probably the most expensive item I think that we've seen so far. I'm going to go with $200. Okay, Paige. <sighs> okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 150 <sighs> Fuck. You guys both went over. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it's $99. Oh, know. Oh, shit. It's, it's, I think, just like. You know, twenty-four karat gold leaf or yeah, something. Yeah, and looking well, looking listen. at that, it seems like it's unimportant to actually know who this person is that designed it because that is hideous. <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty hideous. ugly. Listen, I'm comfortable calling this a tie, and we both take <laughs> home the showcase. It's a tie. It's okay. a tie. It's a tie. We've, it's a first ever. It's a honestly, a tie is so in the holiday spirit. That's the thing. Everyone wins. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, that has been an episode of Mall Talk. Baron, thank you so much for, for joining having us me, today. Paige and Emily. 
Uh, is there anything you would like to promote to our listeners? Yes, listeners. Um, if you want to hear uh, 40-something have a mental breakdown, please check out my new <laughs> podcast, self Quar. <laughs> Hell yeah, check it out. Um, and uh, yeah, happy holidays. Um, <laughs> leave us a review. That's the that's our that's the Hanukkah slash Christmas present that we want this year. Yeah, a, and a, I used I used this two weeks ago, and it was way too early. But I really mean it this time. Happy holidays and to mall a good mall, and <laughs> <laughs> we'll meet next week in the mall run by elves at the North <laughs> Pole where Santa buys all of the brand name items that children ask for. <laughs> <laughs> all right. See you there. Okay. Bye. Bye.